Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name is Kristen. I'm your host and life coach, and this is Modern Day Asians. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Modern Day Asians. I'm your host, Kristen. Based on everything and all the topics I've been talking about, I wanted to do a deeper dive into understanding on the sexual polarities. And in this particular episode, I'm going to talk about how to find the masculine within. So you might think that this episode is dedicated to men only, but it also helps as a female to know what that divine masculinity and what the divine feminine how they work in tandem in constant flux, especially when they're balanced both within us and in the world. Like we are so much better off and um, these energies can complement each other or they can clash in a relationship. So this episode, I'm going to be talking about um, eight masculine fundamentals to help keep the passion and the attraction alive in your relationships. Um, the mind, when there is a clash, is usually because either one person's masculine energy overpowers the other person's feminine energy, and the demand, the divine masculine, has been suppressed for thousands of years for men to suppress the emotions, feelings, and also ignoring your in intuition. And those are all your connection to the aspects of the feminine, right? Just society conditioning us that anything that is feminine is quote unquote either gay or um, looked down upon. It's seen as a weakness. And so um, this repression has created this imbalance between the masculine and feminine energies in society as well as ourselves. So a little bit about um, background on myself. I have read this book and I highly recommend it. It's called The Way of the Superior Man by David Dita. And it is an easy read. I probably, it took me maybe like a week to read it but all of the pointers and wisdom that I got from this episode is from this book so this book is going to be linked in the show notes for you to check out yourself too um, but he wrote a whole book each chapter is a different fundamentals I just picked my top eight takeaways that I will be keeping in mind for my next relationship and also just like friendships and things like that as well it really helps open up your consciousness to know as you're becoming more aware of these energies and how they show up in your life now you can be more intentional in your friendships and be um and seeing if you have a balance of these two energies so as an example in relationships I would say that my natural instinct, just the way that I grew up, I was the eldest child, I was a daughter, so I was given this like caretaker role right off the bat to support my siblings, be a great leader, and a lot of those skills and instincts and um, drive really came from um, how my position was in family dynamics. So 
for the longest time before I was even aware of what polarities are is that I was always acting in my masculine energy. I'm also um, working in an environment where I am surrounded by a lot of masculine energy. I um, am selling, for example, I'm in a very male dominated industry and I'm also in sales. So a lot of my skills and the talents that I have is um especially my full-time job involves me to be in touch with my masculine side and and um and that is how I had to fit in into the environment now when it came to dating I was also constantly acting more stronger in my masculine side that I was attracting men who were stronger in their feminine energy so men who were like more laid back um, more go with the flow. And that makes sense because opposites attract, right? Part of me, I had the social conditioning as well, that feminine energy is weak. Um, showing emotions is weak. Coming from an immigrant background, like we never talked about our emotions or embracing it or understanding it. It was all a lot of suppression and swallowing and sacrifice. It was about, um, you know, that you know no pain no gain type of mentality and that we needed to sacrifice and put others before we put ourselves and to be grateful so that conditioning really helped like really suppressed all of the natural feminine tendencies that I had and so diving deep into realizing like my last relationship I was very um I showed up very heavily in, you know, the structure, the masculine polarity that, you know, I was always planning things. I was always making decisions for the both of us. And it got to the point that after two years of that kind of mentality, it is extremely draining for me. And not saying that, you know, just because you are a female that you have to lead with the female polarity. Um, I'm just saying that for me, in my experience, I really, in order for me to balance those two energies at home, like I really needed to be in touch with my feminine energy, especially if my work requires me to be more of my masculine, because we are, especially sales, I am driving top line sales, everything is performance based, is metrics, is structure, um, etc because everything needed to be needs to be measurable but because I was acting like this too in my relationships no wonder why I was so tired right like I just could not um, I just didn't have the energy left at the end of the day to take care of myself because I was over exhausting I was constantly in my masculine energy so that is uh, my perspective from a female side, as someone who is conditioned to know nothing but the fact that, oh, masculine is power, and um, this is what the type of energy that I need to do to be, quote unquote, successful and um, checking off everything that I can, worldly views of what success is, that it completely drained me, especially involving another person as in a relationship. And I want you to challenge you to think about what it, what kind of energy are you in when you are in your relationship with your significant other? 
your boyfriend or girlfriend and also think about your friendships because I think that one of my best friends that I think about her and I's relation um, I typically am the one who you know just trying to have that strong sense of control I like to plan everything I like to have like a certain idea of how I want to spend my time when I'm having fun and the reason why uh, myself and my best friend gets along so well is because she actually steps up and she does the planning and she's very cautious and aware and wants other people to have a good time that she steps up to the occasion. And so I myself back off and I'm truly in like the surrender um, energy and my feminine energy to enjoy my time because she has stepped up to the occasion. And um, that's why we got along so well, especially during the early days of university days, I didn't know, you know, what, what was going on. She was very socially connected, knew what was happening um, and how to get there and where to show up and what time. And it really helped me relax in the time where I felt like I needed to gain a lot of control and control what the outcome is and with all the planning and et cetera. So that is just challenge yourself. Think about, you know, your best friend's relationships that you have, like, and compare that to your um, romantic relationships. And I'll give you an idea what kind of energy that you want to be in when you're with certain people. Because for me, it's something that I need to train myself is that if I truly am the type of man that I want to attract needs to have great decision-making skills to be a leader. And when it comes to that time, I need to bring myself back and sit back and trust in the man that they can work their way through it um, without me trying to take over. And this is important because it's not is not one of those things where, okay, hierarchy-wise, like what society is telling us that like that um, women aren't capable of making decisions on their own. This is for the sake of just trying to know what your role is. Like even if you, as a female, you wanted to be more dominant in the masculinity, then the male needs to be able to balance that energy and bring more of their feminine side into the relationship so that that there is still um, that passion and connectivity into the relationship. Um, so vice versa, like what it is that I'm saying, like it also works on the opposite polarity too as well. Um, because it's important to know these things because that is how the attraction continues to stay alive, that your relationship is constantly growing. You have to be conscious of what kind of energy you want to be present in. So unbalanced energies, what does that feel like for a man? So for instance, these are some ways that it can show up. First of all, we're talking a more about sexuality in this particular case. And that is men not knowing what to do with their sexual energy other than ejaculating. 
So in this book, which I highly recommend and is towards the back, is about men trying to get to know their bodies, knowing what to do with the energy of when they see an attractive woman. Because I think a lot of that conditioning from you from younger men getting to know their bodies from the younger age, that they automatically they're not connected emotionally to the energy, the sexual energy that a lot of that results to being addicted to porn, to not fully be connected with yourself or no one to do with that energy. You are limiting yourself of building that deeper connection with your woman. So that is um, one of the things where that, that needs to be something that uh, men need to dive into. I can't tell you because obviously I'm not a man and I can't tell you, you know, what an orgasm feels like for a man, but and there is a part in the book for you to dive into to learn more about those, uh, what to do with your body. Also, uh, another way unbalanced energies can show up is just having like a very dominant nature. So A, always wanting to be right. You have, you're having an attachment to success. Maybe you're like always aggressive and you're critical, you're judgmental, you've been told you're you are selfish, you're stuck in the head, in the mind, you can feel revengeful, and also that you're not in touch with your emotions. So those are all opportunities and signs to do further work into understanding polarities in your life if you feel like you can resonate with any of those examples. So after reading this book, um, that many life coaches have recommended. I'm going to share with you some key takeaways that I took from this book um, that I'm going to that I'm going to share with you. So the first point is for a man, a lot of this insights is again, it is tailored more for the conscience man who want to take spirituality into a deeper level. But the takeaways I'm going to share with you is stuff that I need to also keep in mind as a female so that I know how and what it is that I'm looking for to um, be conscious of. First point is a man needs to be aligned with your purpose. So if you don't know your purpose, you must discover it now. A man's life core is their purpose. When this purpose is known, Every moment becomes a profound expression of your innermost desire. A divine man does not seek fulfillment through work and woman. He is already full. Those are opportunities for him to share his gifts. And here's one thing that like it can trigger some people, but for a man's purpose, it must come before the relationship. A man's mission is his priority his mission can be for instance leaning in into his fear like accomplishing a challenge and the mission which leads to freedom is the priority of the masculine where the search for love is the priority of the feminine so in church they say that when you are married or in union with your husband you are inheriting his mission too as well that's why the conversation 
um, before you guys are dating, like what does the other person want out of life? That's why they preach so much about what are your missions? What is your mission? What is your value? So that you're on the same plan of life. And that's why it's important that if if a man does not know its purpose, he cannot lead the woman, uh, his woman, into relaxing and surrendering in her energy. So I'm going to dive more into that later too as well, like how, what type of energy I'm talking about when she surrenders and everything like that. But the first major point is if you want to be strong in a relationship, the man has to know what that mission is and anything that's tied to like worldly successes, like, oh, I'm trying to meet a certain like financial goal or I'm doing all of this self-development work for my future family, or for my woman, it's not going to be enough. That's not the answer of the divine masculine. So if this is you, start here. Start here, figure out how you can connect with your deepest truth and what is your mission in life that expands past women, past that financial goal, past your future family. So the man, so point number two is that the man is always searching for freedom. That's what kind of mentioned about um, your purpose, right? So what that really means is that it is to be released from constraint and experience freedom on the other side. To live free in spirit, you must be willing to face your fears and let go of anything that that limits your love. So if you have any unaddressed trauma, childhood experiences, emotional damage, previous baggage, all of those is going to affect your relationship currently. The attachment to comfort and security is what limits most men today to make that spiritual touchdown. So I'm talking in relation to like men love entertainment that And, you know, they enjoy circumstances where you're facing death straight on because death is very scary for people to process because no one really knows what happens when you die. So putting that into perspective, men enjoy activities where it comes to facing death. For instance, boxing matches, uh, cop movies, martial arts um winning a war financial success so those are things that men are attracted to and there's a reason for that and that's because that they are looking for freedom um being released from the constraints so if you haven't challenged yourself you're a man and 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 this relates to you where you're stuck in comfort and you don't have the discipline to go go outside of your comfort zone identify what your fears are and some challenges because once you achieve those challenges you're going to feel a natural instant boost of ecstasy to keep going. You're like, oh, I conquered this challenge. Like what else can I tackle next? That itself is going to help build your self-confidence and as well as like your leadership skills, your decision-making skills. The way that you face the world is going to set a great example for your woman and your woman's going to be able to feel that. She's, she doesn't even need to know what you're doing, but women have um, have these natural 
connections. They can feel your energy. They, they know when you lack confidence. They know and they feel it before you might even know. For females, what females are looking for is love and fullness. So when she doesn't feel love, what she's looking for love is, is like, for instance, food. It's going to be shopping. Um, it's going to be social events, connections. She loves novels, soap operas, drama on TV. Those are ways that women are looking to feel that fullness and love. So that is her number one priority. No matter um, no matter what she says or denies, at the end, the feminine searches for love and the man searches for freedom. But ultimately, what makes this relationship beautiful between these two polarities is that it ultimately reaches the same destination. In this world, I feel like there's a lot of anger in the narrative this day in in modern age you have um, women's empowerment groups that are speaking up knowing and being aware of the suppression and, and things that are set in place where it limits women and they're stepping more into that role and I'm thinking more of the movie like I just recently saw Barbie in the movie theaters a few days ago and um spoiler alert, you probably want to for skip through this like the two or three minutes of this if you haven't seen the movie you want to see it because I'm going to use an example of of the movie so if you do want to see the movie and you haven't skip forward two or three minutes but in this movie Barbie is is stereotypical Barbie and that is Margot Robbie and she is faced she is challenged to go figure out and save her Barbie land from from these weird things that are happening in the universe and ken is had took over her world and made everything very he made everything that reflects the current day patriarchy so from that point of view it was like i i don't think i was aware of how patriarchal things are until i watched this movie i'm like wow, the spaces like sports bars, certain bars, you know, corporate jobs and all of that, it is very tailored to the men that are in control of the narrative. And I think I just become so numb to the visuals that I never even paid attention to it. But it made me aware of like it made me aware of how modern day is and how wounded both men and women are because the wounded man which is ken in this movie is that he wanted to seek validation he wanted barbie to validate him but barbie didn't see him as someone that uh, could be a partner for him she was trying to do her own thing but Ken was trying so hard to impress Barbie because he was wounded. He started to be more in that wounded masculine identity that he brought patriarchy into her world. And that is what happens when um, you pen both sexes against each other. They start to act more of in constant clashes and battles with each other. But truly, at the end of the day, the more we are aware of what 
the opposite sex wants and needs, the more we can find harmony and balance between the two. Number three is um, if you have a woman, do not analyze your woman. So the natural feminine energy may always seem like it's chaotic and it could be complicated from the masculine side, but learn to find humor in these unending emotional drama that the feminine seem to enjoy so much. The love that you magnify will rely her behavior but your effort to fix her and your frustrations never will. She will never be less complicated than she is already. If she's in a bad mood, just assume that she is not love. If she shows stress, try to just shower her with humor and love. Sometimes you might find that your woman lied or she said that she agreed to something and then she changes her mind. A lot of her decision-making skills is how she feels at the present moment. So if she was down for something and then time goes by and it's time to follow through and she changes her mind, it is her hesitancy with how she is at the present moment. So she's not a liar and she's not wrong for changing her mind. She is feeling that something is off um, between the energies between you two that she finds hesitancy into what she said earlier. So hopefully that makes sense. Women are going to be more emotional than men. And the only way to break through that tension and cut, cut humor is her belief and trust in your guidance and your leadership, as well as incorporating some kind of a humor into it so that she can relax. Point number four is knowing what your woman really wants. I mentioned this earlier too, that one of the female's most deepest desires is for her to be able to relax and surrender. This is hard for women, especially like, for instance, if they don't have fathers that were present. For instance, for me, I had to relearn the concept of what this even means because my father was not present. My parents were divorced. Even though my father was, my stepfather was in the household, there wasn't much guidance. Um, he was very hands-off in the parenting. He paid the bills, made sure that there was roof over our head and let my mom do the parenting. So, for me to feel what this masculine energy, this strong presence so that I can relax and surrender was something that was completely new to me. So if your woman um, either had like an inactive father or the father was not in the picture, this is going to be something that she is going to have to know and learn and feel herself so that um, she can experience it herself. Knowing that her man is going to take care of everything so that the feminine can be pure energy and pure love. Like the ocean, they say that the feminine energy is to flow with great power. The masculine comes in and it builds the dams and the canals so that the power can move from point A to point B. This is how humans can relate to nature and like how... um how we can relate 
things that we can't see, but referencing how nature works. This is a powerful illustration of why you need to be conscious of what energy you want to be in your relationship. The masculine chooses that single goal and then it moves it into that direction. The feminine's natural energy is undirected. It could be ever-changing. It could be beautiful. It could be destructive. But it is also the representation of the source of life. A happy woman is going to be a woman who is relaxed in her body. So when you talk to her about her feelings, don't try to analyze it to the point of fixing them. The best way to serve your woman is to let them be free by surrendering to the trust and to the force of love so that she can open her heart and be the love that she is. So love your woman with all of your body. For instance, trying to press your body into her so that she can relax um, from her tension and surrender in love within her heart. That's what's going to help relax her. The next point, number five, is do not force your woman to make decisions. It is also abandoning your responsibility when you do that. As a man, this is your masculine gift. Feminine decisions are based on what feels right, and oftentimes that is the best in making decisions. However, that's not the point. The point is to make the best decision also while maintaining the forces of polarity so that the attraction is still there, the passion is still there. When polarity disappears, the intimacy disappears from this. So, for the sake of polarities and happiness and intimacy, You can try to always tell her what you would do, even if she needs to make her own decision. That is another best practice for you to keep in mind so that she hears from you. She respects your decision making process, your wisdom, your insight. And then ultimately, she's going to make her own decision. But because you've shared this with her, that's building that internal trust, the partnership between you two so that she can continue to um, trust in and knowing that you have an opinion. I mean, there's been uh, multiple relationships that I've been in where the man just just doesn't have an opinion because they're so laid back. Like they don't have anything to say, then they don't have much wisdom to contribute. And that is what starts to chip away like, oh, my confidence in my man. All right, next point, number five, in the results of polarity, if one energy starts to back down, the other person is going to try to um, step in and try to make up for it. So if you're not acting in alignment to your purpose, your clarity, your wisdom, or the certainty of direction, she's going to act more in that masculine direction herself, and that is a signal to your irresponsibility a woman is always going to be able to feel that and she might start to pick fights with you that doesn't even that you feel like won't even be a big deal so for instance an example of a fight would be the fact that um you might be sitting there trying to relax watch television watch sports or whatever and she starts a conflict with you 
oh, you are always, you spend way too much time in front of the TV and like doing this, this, and this. Why aren't you acting more towards your goal? Like you should be doing something else with your time. That is an indicator of her feeling, even though you might not notice it yourself, that that is her feeling already, like energy wise, that you're not acting a lot in alignment to what you have promised her, which is your purpose, your, um, what your end goal is. That is her really like, it's not really about you sitting in front of your TV, but it's the fact that, oh, she senses that you are losing direction, that you don't have that clarity. The next point is going to be about the abundance of feminine energy. So if man, if a man feels like they don't feel like life is giving him what he wants, he basically is neglecting his relationship with the feminine energy. So what that is, what that means is that it is a sign of resistance to receiving, trusting, embracing. It could be to yourself or to others. So as a practice, see your coworkers, for instance, your sister or friends as walking blessings of energy. One might say that in this book, without females, a man's life can be very, very boring, okay? So that is because men are wired to get lost in work or in the constant doing energy. The feminine and the feminine's purpose is to help the man connect to his body again. This is how, again, how these two energies work together and unified because you can't disregard the other like they are always working together with each other and that you need each other. Um, So if you feel you're not nourished, you're actually just resisting. So when a female shows their anger, see that as a jolt of energy. For instance, if you find um, female attractive and see that as a blessing of enlivenment, appreciate that, oh, that that there is beauty that you see and, and you're around it. If they're happy, receive that if you're depressed as a light shower of refreshment. That mind-body connection is just to open your breath and your body and the best thing is all is like you don't have to do anything different to any of these people just to be conscious of the energy that is happening that's around you because you are surrounded by feminine energy it's nature it's being able to enjoy walks it's being able to enjoy music and beer those are all essences of the feminine Point number eight is, for a man, appearance does not promise you something that you want. Um, I hear it all the time from men how, you know, the eye, the attraction, they use a lot of what's what they can observe. But realize and think about how many times when you think that a woman's going to solve your problem um, for the sake of their appearance. The play of you wanting her body is going to be the biggest hoax of them all. You will not feel fulfillment. You are 
what you seek. Let me repeat that again. You are what you seek. Your need is far deeper than what a woman can provide. Your ultimate desire, rewiring this back to one of the first points of the episode, is for the consciousness and within its oneness, your connection to your source, to your deepest truth, that is something that you need to realign your focus on. Um, Think about the times where you felt like, oh, if I was to chase this woman and I was successful, you get a very temporary sense of satisfaction, but it was never enough. It was never the answer, you know? Same thing as like working hard for a car. All of that energy or is temporary. It's not longer lasting. Eventually, you're going to be tired of your woman. Eventually, you're going to be tired of this new bright and shiny car that you got because, because it's due to your appearance. Think deeper than that. Connect with your purpose other than relying on appearances. And lastly, this is a man's responsibility and both parties are responsible for the growth and intimacy. And think about in our society, you think about marriage and one of the most important things is like, how can you continue to grow with each other? And the direction of growth is going to be the man's responsibility, the pace that you set, the um, path that you pave, again, goes to what the men's mission is. It aligns with his values and um, the direction is going to be on the man. That is his, that is your birthright. And if, and um, if you don't have a vision other than what you need to do day to day to day, like you are feeling your birthright as well as the world. So perhaps you get lost in your thoughts and you get caught up with your day. This is how the woman helps you bring you back to your body. Um, A woman's responsibility is the energy of intimacy. That is like the pleasure, the sexual flow and the vitalities. That is the woman's responsibility. So if you fail your woman, this is a reflection of how much you're putting into your relationship because she needs you to do what you're responsible of doing so that she can show up for you so that she can bring that energy of intimacy if you were to provide. At the end of the day, in in the present, into love, it connects you to your source and your deepest love. So as you can tell, after everything that I've talked about, it is important to know that there's really no men are bad or women are bad or this and this. Like we are in this point in time um, in modern day society where we're acting from a wounded place. Like we need to realize that we need each other in, you know, this false sense of empowerment in the gender equality piece. It is important to know that in all relationships, that these polarities need to exist in order to maintain maintain the attraction between a couple's otherwise depolarization will happen. And that is a huge passion killer. This wraps up the episode, you guys with someone that you you feel like could, could connect with this can find this helpful really trying to get the word out um and if you want to hear more content about this drop me a line in the dm 
please subscribe if you haven't. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any suggestions, I'm definitely open to it as well, but highly recommend you reading this book or at least going back to these points and, and figuring out how you can apply these to your current relationships. Thank you all for listening. I'll catch you all next week.